Welcome here. Pick 199 podcast, first run. So we'll see how we go here. Uh, on today's app, we're going to go through the NBA draft, the big moves made by teams in the NBA at the minute. And at the minute, it's really starting to heat up. So we'll go through that. We might also have a quick look at the upcoming summer of cricket. Much to Cox's delight. We'll go through and introduce everybody. First up, Mr. Dave Cox. Welcome. Yep, Coxie here. OKC fan. Fan boy, maybe. <laughs> OKC fan this week. Uh, Chicago next, maybe. Chicago the next. Uh, Corey Ross. How are we, guys? What's going on? And my name is Jake Mitchell. So we're going to start off with the NBA draft, uh, which we've all been following pretty closely. Who's impressed you so far, Dave? Uh, look, mate, um, Anthony Edwards, just the size of that man. He's big, he's strong, obviously he can score. Number one pick for the Timberwolves. I think it's going to be a really good matchup. Yeah, he looks good there. I think he was easily the number one pick. Like, I, th- I think there was a big jump between him and the rest. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And James Wiseman, a centre. I mean, they've already got Cat, Minnesota. You can't have two of those big fellas in there. But it's going to be interesting to see how he fits in with Belo as well and Cat. See if they can get a big three. Who wins the draft? If it's look, obviously Minnesota gets number one, but outside of them, who who do you think gets the best pickup? Well, you got Charlotte there with Lamelo. Uh, look, he's proven himself in the NBL that last season that he had. Not a not a prolific scorer, but definitely there with his. Basketball IQ and abil- ability to just move the ball around. I don't know if it's just me. I think like with, with Lamelo, he did prove himself with his numbers in, at Illawarra, but it's a big jump from the MB- to the NBA. Yeah, and you've you also think- got to look at how many games he actually ended up playing for Illawarra. True, true. But in college, they're playing against kids, right? What What's the age group? 18 to what, 22, 23? Lamelo was playing against grown adults. 28-year-old men with mortgages, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, with the NBL, too, it's a much more defensive league than than scoring. Yeah. You, you look mm. at the def- – like, notoriously, the boomers' sides have always been good defensively but never overly great with their scoring. Yeah. And you even look at the, the Australian NBA players in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. None of yeah. them, apart from Simmons – Simmons and Paddy Mills probably, like – Our most Wilson. prolific scorers by yeah. far. Mm. And, like – Tony Mills isn't even a starter. He was coming off the bench at number six, seven. Yeah, for and a championship side. For yeah. a championship side, like don't don't get us wrong, Paddy Mills is just a huge, Beast. huge three point shooter from the yeah. wing. But uh, you know, in terms of like Lamelo's ability to just move the ball around, and I think that's just a huge get for Charlotte, mm. especially with you think. I feel as though he'll be a better player than Lonzo. He's got a much better ability to score the ball, whereas Lonzo is probably a little bit better with his passing. And he and he, I think his his ceiling is much higher. Yeah, and you yeah. could see that on the highlights yeah. from when they were coming through his kids. Like, mm. obviously, we saw a lot more of him earlier than his brother, mm. but just because the attention was more on the family. But he was always impressing. Yeah. And, uh, like, you, you also think with, um, like, Lamella going to Charlotte as well, that's, that, I think that's a pretty good marriage between him and 
MJ as well. Yeah. Mm. You think the branding that they can do with that team now mm. is just. Do you think huge. out of that out of that whole draft, what was who was the biggest name there? Yeah, Sam. They, well, they're talking well, about the yeah. three pick more than they're talking about anyone else. That's aren't it. it. That's it. And that was that's that was exactly whole, what Charlotte needed. That was the whole thing leading into it to the draft too. It was just all about whether Lamelo would go number one or yeah. drop down. They, yeah. they were even thinking he might have dropped down to like number six, seven. And you, and you you add to that. So we're all talking Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I've seen predictions on the number of jerseys that they're going to have sold this year, just with the ball Charlotte jersey. Mm. And then you sign in the the news that we're coming out today that um, Haywood, yeah, is yeah. also yeah. signed with Charlotte on a huge deal. Mm-hmm. But that that's going to skyrocket them. Mm. Like they've gone from a team that you just don't even think of. All of a sudden, MJ's making some moves. Did they get any other picks in the draft here? Jakey, you want to scroll down? I, look, I haven't really heard of any more moves that they've made. But mm. Yeah, yeah really well, sound. I mean... Even if we just scroll back up for a second. Oh, yeah, they got the just pick. talk about um, the number four pick as well, Patrick Williams for Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> As a Chicago fan, I was hoping they went big. Yeah. I wanted to to go big in a player. I think yeah. we needed some inside presence. Well, you think you, you got Kobe White last year and then the year before, or two years before that, Laurie yeah. Markkinen. Yeah. Like they're, they're both great gets. I think for Chicago, the more important pick was... And I can't think... The name is escaping me right now because it's not that pick there. Sure. No, it was around the 44th round. I think this is a mock draft that we're looking at. It was, but he was uh, of European descent and he was a Uh, 6'10", 6'11", inside presence and has done it in the European League. I think he may be a better pickup for us than our number four. Mm. I think yeah. we've got so much outside shooting, but we've got no one inside to actually create any pressure. And the Chicago teams, you want to talk about when we've been successful, like you want to look at the Rose era, you want to look at at, D, um, at MJ's era even, there's always still been big presence on the inside. Mm. And we just don't have that. Like We... Um, we got rid of um, Lopez, and we've just yeah. we haven't had anything on the inside since. Joakim Noah, we moved him on, and there was talks that we were getting him back, but that was a good move not to get him. I, back. Um, it was a good move not to, but, but like you know, if Chicago, you got him at the right price, yeah. and you could, yeah, you could argue. But I mean, there's bit. still plenty of veteran, like big men around the league. Yeah, like you just we've just seen Dwight Howard go to Philadelphia, and he was. Arguably one of the best benchmen off off the bench for mm. the Lakers last year. Even that um, Kenneth Kenneth Fareed used to play for Houston. Yep, yeah. He was a free agent all last year. No one picked him up. So there's plenty of big man. But I mean, Chicago's problems are a bit more than the big man. I think uh, the Chicago's issues start in the front office. Yeah, yeah. And and they need to sort that out before fourth round picks are going to do anything. Mm. Like that's no one wants to play in Chicago. Yeah. Mm. Boys, who are you most excited about from this draft? What name? For me, it's going to have to be the pick that Dallas got. Josh Green. Australian, of course. Of course. Going straight to Dallas. I think that's going to be pretty exciting to watch him 
Go and develop. See if you can fit in there with Houston, with Doncic and the unicorn Pazingas. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think he, that's going to be a great pickup for them. The team that excites me at the minute is Memphis. They had a lot of draft picks this year. I think they had a good end of the season last. They're a youngish mm. team still. I think they've got a lot of improvement that they can do. Yep. I think they're selling sky high. Well, know. they almost cre- even crept into the playoffs, didn't they? Yeah. In the bubble? Yeah. They were in that little... They were, um, they were so close. And they were on a nice little run there. Just yeah. fell one or two games short at the end there. But, I mean, you look at those teams that were sitting 8th, 7th, 8th, 9th. Phoenix Suns. One or two games. Undefeated. Undefeated yeah. in the bubble. But still didn't get through the playoffs. Mm. And they are a team that's going to be dangerous next year. Chris well, you think you think CP3 and um, Devin Booker? Devin, that's, that's, Devin Booker by himself is already a... Oh. Devin Booker is good enough to win time. any team a title. Yeah. It's just getting in the pieces. I think someone like CP3, he's been there for so long. Mm. If, if he just lets Brooker do it, takes yeah. the heat... I think they are a huge opportunity, and they've got a few, they've got some good moves this it's year. Gonna like, be, it's going to be interesting to see the dynamic between the two of them, though, too. Whether or not we see Devin Booker become almost like a Russell Westbrook of the of the league, sort of wanting the ball all the time, or whether or not he can distribute the ball around and if they can work as a team. And yeah. I think they could become a real Brooker could become a, a get it and shoot. Catch and shoot. Like. Catch and shoot. And if CP3 knows when to get in the ball, he's got so yeah. much experience of being able to just give him the ball saying, let the kid go. The thing with the thing with Devin Booker, though, too, is he, he creates his own space. Like, comparing to someone like Harden, who the, they both create their own space between them and the defenders. So, I mean, having CP3 there is just going to open up that floor a bit more. And he won't... He can become that catch and shoot player. Like yep. you think of someone like Clay Thompson as well, just a catch and shoot guy. I th- and I honestly think the biggest difference between people like Harden at the minute, and this is the the issue that Brooker's going to come into, is that Harden goes into every single game thinking he's going to score fifty, mm. and I don't think he'd be happy with that. Where if Brooker come off the field, off the court, and goes, "Yep." I can score 50 or I can score 8 and have 18 assists. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be the smart that's going to be the big decision. You think with Book though, I don't think he's going to be a catch and shoot. He's got too much in his game to just be a catch and shoot player. Yeah. Well, he's a dynamic um, player. Too. Absolutely. He's so but much skill. You th- like who was his aside from CP3 because you have to say CP is probably the best player he's played with. Yeah. Well, For, yeah, in Phoenix, he only, that is. He had Ricky Rubio there last year. Yeah. He was he the did. first half decent player he's had. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, mean like, it, but it's also like you think that Phoenix is sort of notorious for not getting players around. Like they'll have one player, mm. and they won't have anyone around them. Yeah, yeah. It's the same for like you look at Sacramento at the minute. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox has just signed a hundred and sixty-three million dollar deal for four years. Mm. But is that going to do him any? Like, does he want legacy? Or does he want the money? And at the minute, it's a money league. Not, I really not wish I really wish our fourth member Maharan was here to hear this because you mentioned Sacramento and their decisions and he just starts weeping. Yeah. <laughs> like, it literally just breaks his heart every time you mention him. But that's it. When you've got a bona fide superstar like De'Aaron Fox, he's what, twenty five? 
Yeah, yeah, he's young. So I he's, remember when I they think, signed him. I think him. he might be younger. I think he yeah. might be younger than that. Whenever you sign a player like that, and I remember when they signed him, and they were like, "He's the fastest player in the mm. speed kills." It doesn't yeah. matter what nah. sport you were talking about. But it's not also like you think. So you got Sacramento, and then you had Charlotte a couple of years ago yep. with Kemba Walker. And yeah, he was yeah. lighting up the field, but hasn't really done much at Boston either. So nah. not yet. I think. Anyway. I think. When we look at championship sides, mm. the pieces yeah. just fit. Yeah. Look you at the greatest the NRL. Yeah. T- well, look at, like, let's change code. Let's yeah. look at the greatest NRL side in history, the Roosters. Sydney Roosters. Over the last two years. Although, the pieces. Although 2010 Dragons. Just putting that in there. That was 10 years ago, mate. Let's not Move talk on. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to fact check that for later on. They, they may have uh, just whooped the Roosters in the grand final in 2010. Just well, let's just look at it. The pieces, there's great players in that team, but they work together. You can't just throw great players into a situation and hope that they get the job done. Yeah. And also, I think that's what Boston tried to do. But also in saying that, they the Roost, look, I'm not a Rooster supporter, but far out. You, you look at, they bought into Trent Robinson's yeah. stuff, like his, his culture. Like, they're, they're all in it together. And that's why there's such a, unfortunately, for, for my team, but that's why there's such a dynamic. Like yeah, well, I, but are you saying, are you, do you reckon that's the issue of Boston? Do you reckon they're not buying into... They're not buying into... Stevens. The, well, that's like half the teams that are in the league at the minute, though. You look at Chicago, they've got yeah. such a rich, rich history there. Mm. Dominated the 90s. Yeah. And since then, have done... Squat. Fuck all... You look at yeah. Boston. It's the same, same with New York. They've got such a huge fan base. Yeah. But, I mean... The issue... The issue yeah. is... The, New they're, they're the issues in New York are... James Dolan. He has realised in New York that he doesn't need them to win to make money. Yeah, exactly. Because they sell out Madison Square Garden every game because they're the Knicks. Mm. So he doesn't need them to win. It's simple. And it breaks New York hearts fans fans' hearts, but that's the fact. Well, I mean, the best team in New York's Brooklyn. Thousand percent. Really? Well, now it is. Yeah. Like you, you think how long the Knicks dominated that that city, and then Jay Z, yeah, ownership part mm. ownership of the yeah. Brooklyn Nets, and just pushing forward like black excellence almost to get that team up and running and. Dominating that city, yeah, it's so. it's incredible. I this will hurt the Knicks this year coming up. Well, if Brooklyn it, are, Brooklyn have got a red hot team, they've got a sensational coach. Yeah, and then you're even looking at the trade rumors. Well, this this will be the, the big test for Steve Nash too. Like it's his first year on one of the up and coming teams in the NBA. Like they've been they've been building for a couple of years, and now this year is probably the biggest. Coming up. Have you heard any more rumours to the fact that Kyrie wants out? Uh, not not since like a month ago. Yeah, it's and gone it's quiet, sort of, hasn't it? I think it? it's been yeah. over overruled by Westbrook's wanting out of Houston. Yeah, yeah, and Harden and, and Harden. Hard, that blow yeah. up. So, yeah, but can we can we on that? Can we just say that we always knew that Harden and Westbrook was never going to work again? If anyone thought that, that was going to work, they're idiots. I like to thought it was going to work when yeah, they first we, started. We, you're an idiot, that's why. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. We, 
on paper, look, look we'd like it's to think awesome. that it would work, and we'd like to think they were both mature enough to run a team yeah. together. But notoriously, Harden and Westbrook are too similar a player, mm. and they both want to score forty every week. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. which is never going to happen. Never going to happen, especially when and even when they lost those big men too. You think like you look at the great combinations, you look at the great duos. Mm. One always has to be dominant. Mm. Pippen and Jordan, but Shaq the, and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe, like Kobe's obviously the least dominant in that relationship. Shaq was definitely <sighs> it was definitely Shaq's team. Come on, mate. fact check that. Um, <laughs> but and then, but you look at like Golden State, like but even but even like when Shaq went to Miami and had Shaq and D Wade, yeah. D Wade openly talks about when Steve. LeBron came. LeBron, he had to step back and let LeBron take over if they wanted them to be they successful. Lost to, was it the Spurs, they lost to the Spurs. Then um, Dallas. Oh, was it the Mavs? They lost. To they them. lost to the yeah. Mavs, and, and I think they, that, was that was the one. That, that was the first one. No, that one. was because Mavs won. Because Shaq had beat Don from then. Give this up, Jake. But yeah, no, they beat the Spurs Nash, early. Yeah. You yeah. Think, but also like Nash and. Uh, Nash and uh, Nowitzki. Yeah, Dirk. Like this, but yeah. th- but also when you look at that, you've got one small man, and one big man, or smaller man and a big man. Not two people playing whereas, the same position. Whereas yeah. now it's not so much a big man's league anymore. And they were, they're both it's shooting point man. guards. Yeah, yeah. It was never gonna work. You think like? Have we got a destination for Westbrook yet? They're saying Knicks. Well, I think now that, Hayward, now that Hayward's gone to Charlotte, I don't think that was going to be where Westbrook ended up. No. So. Because it was Charlotte as well, wasn't there? Rumors yeah. That. Charlotte was... They reckon Knicks, the he might go to Knicks. He doesn't have the money to try them both. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, that's, and that was the thing. And, like, <coughs> and like when you when uh, Charlotte signed Lamelo Ball as a point guard too. Yeah. You've got to think Lamelo's going to start. Well, Pretty I mean, early I mean, on. It's, it's not a strong team, so I, I think he's going to get a start regardless. He's going to try and get in minutes early. Yeah, yeah. Very it's good. It's going to be young. It's just going to be interesting how this season plays out because there's so many different moves, especially between like the Lakers and Clippers have traded at least two or three. Like Montrez Harrell, they've tra- traded from the Clippers to the Lakers. And they're big moves. If you go going across town, yeah, they're big moves. But I mean, there's so many reasons apart from just personnel. Well, and that's the league at the minute, though. Too, it's no sort of because the money's so big. There's no sort of loyalty based. Yeah, remember when Paul, well, Paul Pierce made comments about Rondo going to LA, mm. and I was like, "How dare he? It's a different world now than it's it was. It's a different world now." And well, didn't they go to Brooklyn from Boston? Yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was more the Chicago, the Boston, oh, LA right. re- oh, rivalry yeah. that yeah. that he was blowing up about. It wasn't the fact that he left Boston; oh, right. it was the fact that he'd go and play for the enemy. Mm. Excellent. What do you want to talk about next? Who who do you reckon? All right, let's start out there early. Uh, we not even finished the trade period. Who's your final for the NBA? Ooh. Straight oh. up. Well, I'm going Charlotte. No, <laughs> no, I'm really not. I'm not. Do not fact check that. Well, I would have thought, thought for Clay Thompson tore his Achilles three days ago. 
Yeah, that is that, that, that is huge. That Golden State were going to be back up there. Yeah, like they're always competitive, and like you think with the Steph and Clay combination that they would have been at least sitting three or four in the West. Do they have another quiet year? You reckon? Do I they think, rest I again? Because they rested this year, they tanked it. I think they push for finals. I just don't think they're going to be overly competitive. Yeah. And mm. I think... Because the fact Lakers, they can be as dominant as they can and then turn around yeah. and get a second-round draft pick yeah. as a Chicago fan and a, team, a fan of a team that has sucked for years is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you look at the East, like there's three teams that can be in the finals. There's three teams that could be in the finals. You've got, what, Miami Heat? Be back there again. Bucks. Yeah. Brooklyn Nets, there's three. There's three in the East. Three yeah. that could be quite easily um, be in that last game. The big one yeah. is call, call it. The big one? Yeah, who's going to make it from the other? Who's going to make it from the West? Yeah. The other three? Well, I mean, you'd have Lakers. That'd have to be there. I think Dallas might even make a push with Luka. But Dallas is always pushing forward. Like, they do a little bit better each year. Mm. And they have done the last three years. Yeah. I think they'll 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 hurt someone big, yeah. mm. but I think also like teams like Portland and Memphis can yeah. they can either get a few wins, but they can also take away a few wins from those top teams. The sort of the Clippers, yeah. LA, like Clippers, yeah. Lakers, and yeah. then Denver as well. I mean, Denver, De- Denver, Denver yeah. took Lakers. What was it? Seven games? Or was it five, six? Five games. Five. Yeah. Yeah, and they were they were. But tough like games. They, they were they were all competitive games. Yeah. Like, it feels like. Yeah, they were I, feel so they, they, I felt like Denver were just, they were too exhausted from and they were probably a player yeah. short. They yeah. had a seven-game series They had a seven-game series against the Clippers. They had a heap yeah. of seven-game series. Mm. Well, it was yeah. against Clippers and who was the other one they played? Didn't they do um, Milwaukee? Did they no, do Milwaukee's Milwaukee. in the East. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. They did somebody else. I think I think it took them seven. Okay, see? Could have been. Uh, well, could have been Dallas. Rockets, that's because we thought it would have been funny. He had... You know, Chris, yeah. Paul oh, hey, led, Chris Paul beat led, the Rockets. Yeah. You know, led the Thunder to... Right, well, you're all sitting on the fence here. So, call you... All shot. right, for uh, hot take for you. Um, I reckon it's going to be gonna be Lakers versus Nets. Kyrie versus LeBron. That'd be so interesting. Mm. Little brother versus big brother. Kyrie, who won Cleveland that title, yeah. versus LeBron, who just rode on his coattails. <laughs> Roscoe, oh, you got thoughts? Mate, Roscoe, you... thoughts? I mean, I'd love to see Lakers back up there. It's just, you just don't know because there's so many... For those who don't know, Roscoe is a Lakers fan. This year. As of 2019. <laughs> As of 1993. <laughs> As of the LeBron James signing. Lakers, who, obviously you're going Lakers. Who, who are they Lakers. Um, I also think Philadelphia is going to be... Oh, Philadelphia. in the East. There's four in I the East. I forgot about Philly. Yeah. It's good to see the East starting to get stronger. Yeah, again. yeah. I mean, it's well overdue. We've had the West Western God Conference just dominate the last. They've, the East has struggled. Doesn't that cheapen the finals when you've got a strong team in the West? The Western Conference Finals is better than the actual yeah. NBA Finals. It has you know been I mean? for years. It's just, it's... Oh. But, but I mean, like, you look at... Had, had the Miami Heat had a strong, fit team that, that, that final series, I mean, that... Bam Adebayo was out. Mm. Goran Dragic, yep. who was, that was huge, for, huge, huge for them huge. in the, even in the without, finals. Even without being healthy, they still took Lakers one more game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was nuts. Mm. I'm I'm going to go all out. Yeah, 
Or hang on, Roscoe, who's in but the next remake? Still Sorry. Think, uh, yeah. Look, I think it'll be Miami and Brooklyn in the Eastern Conference Finals. And who, think, who's playing Lakers? Oh, look, I think I'm going to go back. Just go back-to-back Miami Lakers. Ooh, that's a hot take. Well, I'm going to upset you. Jakey. Because LA will be in the final, but it won't be the Lakers. Oh. Clippers will make Clippers will be there. Because Clippers, they just need to match up with LA in the finals. I think they'll do them. They didn't even meet LA in the finals. No, no. If they do, they're designed to Mm. beat the Lakers. All I'm going to say is... Not designed to beat the Nuggets, Kawhi and PG, everyone was calling them they were going to be league champs. They will be this year. They were gonna. They called it last year. I don't think it's gonna happen. Okay, who are they playing? Who's in the? They're East playing they're Brooklyn. Playing? Brooklyn versus like uh, Clippers. Brooklyn Clippers. Yeah. Okay, good. Rough Which is two franchises that have not had success. No. Yeah. So it'd be fascinating Great. to see them two franchises, who are well known franchises, go at it looking to make mm. a bit of history. Big year for the Bucks this year, though. None of us. Have they've got the to Bucks. make a move. They've yeah. got to. But you think to keep Giannis, they've got to be in the NBA Finals. At least, I don't think it's going to happen. They've mismanaged their salary cap. Mm. They've mismanaged their roster. And I think now they're panicking to try and keep Giannis. And in doing so, have made it impossible for him to stay. They're going to mm. miss out on other players that are in free agency. Because yep. they're trying to... And in doing so, they'll just lose him full stop. Yep. And get nothing for him. So... In saying well, that, in where, saying where, that where he could sign the Supermax and they could yeah. trade. Well, they could do that. It's an if, expansive if way back on. If Giannis doesn't sign, where does he go? So I could see him going somewhere like the Knicks. Yeah. Box office, New York. Depending on who... If they pick up someone like Westbrook, who we've already mentioned that he could go to the Knicks, mm. they could be one big piece away from being competitive. And they would throw every single cent... It's someone like Giannis. Mm. Well, it depends. Because you know they're going to have the money for it. Does he want money or does he want success? If he wants success, I see him going somewhere like the Mavs or the Heat. Him at the the Heat with Jimmy Butler would be just incredible. It'd be game over, wouldn't it, for the East? But I think the thing with Giannis, though, too, is he's thinking about legacy. Mm. I don't I think, think it's, it's, it's not money for Giannis. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean that's always part of it, but I don't. I think he'd take a. He's not there to pay for free. No, but and he's going to maximize every cent. Yeah, but absolutely. He he wants Lakers. He wants titles. Mm. He wants to be considered one of the best. You ain't doing that without winning. Mm. Mm. Yep. LeBron doesn't have six. <laughs> well, maybe next year. Who knows? He'll have five. 58 when he does it. I mean, he's... <laughs> in all honesty... For, he for could probably age, do it. Yeah. He's the one player in the league that I'd oh. trust to go to 58. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Well, look at Vinny Carter. He only just retired this year. Was he 42? How old was he? he was, yeah, he was in his 40s. Absolute freak. Monster. Isn't he one of everybody's favourites? Oh, yeah. yeah you have to be up man. there. You have You've got the, uh, the retro... The old retro Carter. The retro Carter. Raptors jersey. Yeah. yeah. Looks very good. Mitchell and Ness. Big yeah. supporters of the show, by the way. Mitchell and Ness. They are. Uh, send us some stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, what are we so going to talk about? What's the next we've thing? We've touched about that. Agenda? We're, that's, we've properly covered that. 
so far. So much more will happen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll definitely have to be the, back. The trade period is still open, so huge moves to come. All right, what do can Bucks repair, and can they do anything to keep Giannis? What do you think? No, I think no. he's going. Yeah. I think he's gone. I, I think, think he's got this he year in there. One more year, and then if they don't fix a lot of things there, there's but too much. There's too much to fix for him to stay. Well, I'm looking at where his brother goes. I think they're going to let go of his brother go. His brother's got a few. The one that plays for Lakers. The one that's the one already, that's already on the, the, the one that's to the, the box. box. Yeah. Where he well, goes, Thomas. keep an eye on it. See, I think they'll take care of him. They'll keep him there. Doesn't he have a brother also that was on the Mavs? Or was that the one that they traded to Lakers? Did they trade him to the Lakers? Uh, I'm actually not sure. There's, I thought there was another one coming through, though, too. Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's still a brothers. while off, he's the, um, off the draft. He's going to be good, but... Oh, I mean, all of them. All, all, was it four of them? Yeah, freaks. So he's got that tall, strong... Absolute weapons, a lot of them. Just genetically gifted. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Unlike us three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. All right, what's next? Are we changing sports? Let's change up sports. Let's go to... Wednesday night's absolute Recap. disappointment of the origin. Shattering. Sh- earth-shattering, soul-shattering game. I don't even know if I'm ready to talk about it, to the truth. Well, what's it? It's been almost... What has it been? About five days. Five days. days. Not yeah, sure that's long enough for some. It hurts. Look, hot topic, Teddy's knockout. Huge. Joy Arrow. Grub. Grub, go on. Did he get enough? No. I'll put it this way, and I'm not afraid. Yeah, he should have been. I don't care if Noah from no South Sydney supporters listen to this podcast. He'll fit in well at South Sydney. Nobody listens to this podcast, mate. Yeah, well, good on him. But no, I really he should have got at least three weeks for that, I think. To get a fine for that. For him mm. to come out and say that he didn't know that Teddy was knocked out, I think is just. The guy was absolutely plastic. He was asleep, he wasn't moving. And you come up, you grab him by the shirt and throw his head back down onto the hard ground. It's ridiculous. But you can you can see the mistake in some cases. Maybe not this one, but in some cases where a player's been knocked out, you're not going to know all the time, are you, as a player? Like, you've just got that. When you're playing the game, you're in the game. You've yeah. got the heat of and the I game. And I get that. I get the I, aggression I mean, is a part just, of it. Yeah. yeah. I just think when and someone's asleep on the floor, oh, yeah. you yeah. can't have that excuse of, I can't, I didn't see that he was yeah. knocked out. Mm. A thousand percent. Where did we go wrong? Because we were not good. I'm gonna I'm gonna say we went wrong um, dropping Kiri. Big call. Big call. I think we should did, have kept. Didn't him. have a great first game. Not a I great first game, but not many people in the Blues did. Yeah, I don't think it warranted that first a, game. I mean, if if he's gonna bring Cody Walker in, he should have done it from the first game. But also, I think the biggest mistake Freddie made was not having Pappenhausen in the 14 jersey coming yeah. on. Because we saw the impact that Harry Grant had in that mm. third game for uh, Queensland. It's exactly the job and we he, needed Pappenhausen to do. He won the game for us. Yeah. We had no X factor off the bench. None. We had great players off the bench. We, we had Cody Walker off the bench for that first game, but it was the last 10 minutes. You can't have a play go on the last 10 minutes expecting them to win the game for no. them. It's no. not fair on the player. No, no, definitely not. But especially when there's so much hype around it, and he hasn't. Let's be honest, he hadn't played in three, four weeks either. Yeah, mm. because Rabbitohs were out second week of the finals. Yeah, 
I think New South Wales have now entered this sort of era where we've got too much to pick from. You know too I mean? much we've got to a pick, lot of good picks we can take. Pick the right players for the right position too. Well, like I know, the fact I know we, we didn't pick a centre. No. In three games, we didn't pick a centre. And I think not having Tommy Turbo there, I think he... Like, I love Gutho, but I just don't think he was in the right position. I don't think he's a centre. No. I don't he did, think defended, he's... defended well, but just... But he, he also made a few really bad reads. Yeah. He, it, a couple of those tries in game yeah. three, in game one were all, all on all him. Like, Addo Carr exposed on the wing. And Addo Carr as an experienced winger defensively didn't help. Mm. He should have been better. Mm. And I don't know if... I think it was a lack of trust. I think he didn't trust Gutherson at centre. And he reacted accordingly. Well, that's, and that's the question for next year, though, too, is that do we put, like, Stephen Crichton in there and uh, who's the other one? Lomax. Lomax. Mm. Like, do we put genuine centres in there or do we just keep going with the best players that yeah, are in the game? But you can call them genuine, genuine centres if you want. Yeah, absolutely. But as far as I'm concerned, those two are the best young players we've got in New South Wales well, in so any position and they just happen to be in the centres. And it just happens to be our position where we're the weakest. Lomax in a losing side of the Dragons this year, easily probably top three under the high ball. Not just a losing side. They were pathetic. No, they were rubbish. But that's, that's another... That's when you're outside those time. halves to do anything yeah. well, where did, is a great achievement. Where did Dragons finish last year? They, I don't think they did too bad. They made the finals. No, I think they were in the cusp they? of finals. Always around. Just, the, they're the same as the Tigers, mate. They're like that ninth, tenth. Not all. Not all of us have the money. The brown paper bags like the Roosters. Do well, I don't know where all these all these calls are coming from about the Roosters. It's and outrageous. Oh, yeah. and we might but fact check the Roosters' uh, salary cap record. Go for it. And that might be a chilly shot. It doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't matter with the brown paper bags under the table, mate. <laughs> they're not on the records. Look, there's only one player in the game that's been proven that he signed two contracts. Cameron Smith. The so-called Billy Hill. Goat of the <laughs> NRL. Look, I don't, I don't think Roosters have done that. I think they've just managed their money well. I mean, look, you look at the juniors we've brought up. Luttrell. Great player. Brought him up. Absolute wanker of a person, but great player. <laughs> but, you know, we didn't buy him. We didn't get him from another team. Yeah. He just came up. Radley. I mean, Roosters junior. Grassroots, Radley. Yeah. Roosters junior. He would be on big money. Well, the, la- the last few years, like the last five to ten years, the Roosters have proven there. But we've the just junior, proven... But like you also, can... also, you look at Panthers, though, too. Like, they had all their juniors come through and... Under the Gus Rosine. Well, I would, all, I would argue that and say under the, under the Anthony Griffin regime before Phil flicked him off. Well, you could even almost go back early. Apparently, all that started under Cleary. Cleary was there when Gus well, took over, and then and all these players, to do with that yeah, all these players Phil. and all these moves got made with Cleary and Gus at the helm, mm. and then they weren't happy with the way it was going. They flicked off Ivan. Griffin comes in, takes over. They finally get a good again. They bring Ivan back. So yep. they went it's the just, long way around. It's just it. come full <laughs> circle for Penrith. Yeah, full and circle. they look red hot. They do. They look really. Can I, can I be honest here? That grand final loss, I think, has only got to do them a world of good. They could win the next two or three. They, they won, me. what, 17, 18 games in a row. Mm. And the last 
let's be honest, the last couple of games that they won were pretty scrappy. Look, they they only just beat an absolutely terrible Roosters just before the finals. And that told me more about, like, the Roosters, it told me a lot about the Roosters that game because, like, they were cooked. They were absolutely cooked. But it also told me a lot about Penrith that if it's not going all their way, how well are they going to go? And I think Melbourne's seen it. And I think that they were never really Well, I think scared. even the Rabbitohs exposed that a bit too yeah. when Panthers were up 16-0. Yeah. In both those games. Both those games. And they came back to within 10 points in the last 10 minutes. So. Yeah. Let's, let's look into the season ahead. Big movers, big losers. Who's the big mover in the NRL next year? I think Titans. Yeah. They're the obvious signing uh, for Fida. That's going to be a huge signing. And they were coming good there at the end. I think Titans. Tino Fa'asumalawa Aoi or whatever. Nice one, Aaron Molan. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a big get as well. That's a huge get. He's a young player and he was huge for the Melbourne Storm. Mm. And to go along, the name escapes me, but they're halfback this year. He was a quiet reserve bloke that they pulled up from Queensland Cup. The older bloke, yeah. The older bloke. And uh, that he, was the, uh, the big fella that got chased down by Papali. The Papali ran yeah, down. Yeah, but right. he, his game awareness mm. was sensational. Yeah. He's the perfect halfback but for that team next year. Even their fullback, he was playing, he played Origin. AJ Brimson. Yeah, yeah. Brimson. Got Brimson was sensational. I think Titans, I reckon Titans might even crack in the finals. I think they'll definitely I play in there. They're definitely pushing the verge of it. Six, seven, eight, I reckon they'll make it. Tigers um, might even finish lower than ninth. Mm. Also, interesting, I think the Bulldogs next year under Trent Barrett is going to be very interesting. Um, It'll be interesting to see how quick he can turn them turn around. Turn them around, yeah. I think yeah. they're going to break some teams' hearts late. Yeah. I don't know if they'll crack finals. No, I, but think I, I think they'll... They consider around that 10, 10th mark. Yeah. They might... To last year when they were on the verge of losing the wood, uh, getting the wooden spoon. They'll, I think they'll be the kind of team... That'll cost other teams finals. Finals, yeah. They'll lose games to them or that they need like to top win. Four spots as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll they'll disrupt the comp a lot. Mm. Yeah, they're gonna make a lot of noise. I think it's gonna take more than a year to get them to turn around to make finals. They're even they they're a young picked, side. They've just picked up Flanagan from the Roosters, yeah. who I thought did pretty well. I mean, I think he needed a bit more time. Yeah, I think. Can, can I be honest? Like, I think that was. A bit rough for the Roosters just to let him go. like he was. Well, it depends what storyline you believe. There's well, been stories. Do you go off out. Flanagan and his fathers, or do you go off what the, the Roosters organization? Are yeah, yeah. Well, that's so if you listen to the Roosters stories. organization, you've got two issues. You've got the first issue is not a lot of people believe that Flanagan brought into the idea of what the Roosters are trying to achieve. Mm. The other one is last preseason, Lockie Lamb was the best trainer. So you've got Lockie Lamb there belting the door down. Got, finally got his chance and got injured. I think they've said to him now, it's your, ger- your jumper. You go and make it your own. Because they've got another fellow coming through, Sam Walker, and he's being called the next thing. And well, and they, they can't have three halfbacks. I was about to say, is Lockie Lamb an out-and-out halfback? Or is yeah. he a I think he is. Eight? I think he is next to Cleary. The way Cleary plays... Cleary. sorry, obviously. <laughs> dickhead. Um, but the way he plays next... To, like, he'll play alongside him. 
I think he can be... Because they don't play a six and a seven, the Roosters. They play sixes and sevens. Mm. Like, they they play a bit of each. Yeah. So I think he definitely, definitely can be the seven for the Roosters. Yeah. yeah. So but, but in yeah. saying that also, like, Flanagan only had one year in a championship side to take over the spot. Like Kronk the, left. The huge void that Kronk left at the club. Look, and I think I when don't he, think they asked him to be Cooper Kronk, but no. no, but when no, he but put may, his... maybe not. But it's also regardless the, the seven jersey that was cr- the way definitely Kronk's last year is. This is the thing for me is thing. the way Robbo builds his seasons, and they've they've laid this out, and I've obviously huge Rooster supporter, so I, I look at it a lot, right. So the way he, early on in the season, you'll watch the Roosters drop three or four games. And he doesn't care. Because he only looks for certain things to get done by certain players. So he'll set them a mission and say, Righto Hardgraves, you need to run for 150 metres. I don't care if you don't make a tackle. But you need to do that this week. Mm. Then the next week he'll say to him, you need to make 40 tackles. And then at the end of the year, he slowly brings it together so they're all running red hot at the same time. And that's how he does it. From what I'm hearing, they were giving Flanagan those instructions and he was consistently not meeting them. So that's what it comes down to for me. They were giving him the job and he wasn't getting the job done. So that's where it sits. And I'm, I'm sure that that's the reason why they've let him go. I think for... It's probably a bit different for people looking from the outside. I think, like, you guys are both Rooster supporters, so you're looking at it, like, with a fine-tooth comb. Whereas Extreme. Like, but, like, <laughs> but, like, outsiders looking in, like, Flanagan was always there, like, assisting yeah. in those tries. Like, he's still... He's, he's back at the support post. Yeah. Sensation. Yeah. And I think that's probably He scored that, a try every week I didn't yeah. put a bet on him to score a try. Yeah. yeah. The highlight for me was when Consistent. he put his hand up when we are playing Storm. Uh, the first time we played the Storm. And See the passion up. of him kicking yeah, those goals. Yeah, put his like, hand up to take the two, which we needed to get. It was on the sideline. He was, what was he, 30, 40 metres yeah, out? Deep, just yeah. kicked deep it. He had the line. confidence. He said, give it here. And he just kicked it. For me, I thought, here we go. This guy's this guy's awesome. And the passion that he showed when he mm. kicked it. He's, I have no doubt he's going to no, be a great He's going to be a good player. He's but I just don't good. think he was. The Roosters are still, still win now. Mm. They're still in a win now yeah. Mentality, and yeah. I don't think he was at a win now halfback. No, where he might be yeah. the Bulldogs because they might three, two, three years time, they'll be win now. Well, the and pressure he'll will be, be off him at the doggies. They're not really going to expect much, you know. I think that was the biggest draw card coming for him too. Hundred percent took the pressure right to, off. The pressure that he was under at the Roosters would have been huge yeah. compared to yeah compared to a team like the Bulldogs who were, let's be honest, happy to get a bloody win. Mm. Yeah. I picked them every bloody week in the tips because they were always there or thereabouts. Yep. But another, I think another big winner as well this for this next season will be uh, Melbourne Storm, whether Smith stays or goes. They've just well, picked still up got Grant. Smith there, and then they've retained Addo Carr as well. It, mm. it for me, it doesn't matter if Smith stays or no, goes. They're still going. They are good. still there. They're I think they've there, just yeah. done the best reload in the game's history. You look like, at how it, do you lose Cronk, you, Smith, Slater, and Slater? Slater. You think about it. A few years ago, if you had told me that all those blokes retired and left at the same time, mm. you go, you beauty, Melbourne have got five to ten years yeah. of nothing yeah. before they're back. 
all of a sudden Smith retires, the arguably the game's game's greatest player. Mm. Mm. No loss. Like you can't say it's no, <laughs> no loss. But Harry Grant I mean ha- if you're gonna pick anyone been, is he going back there or is he still staying at the Tigers? It depends on Smith's decision. Yeah. But I think he will I think he I think he said at the Tigers presentation he's like, I'm staying. If Smith, if stays, Smith stays, I'm staying. But like, you but I don't think that. I think he'll re-sign with Melbourne and go back online. Yeah. You think mm. Smith, Harry Grant, Brendan Smith's still there too. Brendan Smith, you got to remember, start of the season, Australia played New Zealand. Brendan Smith named it nine for New Zealand, man of the match mm. in the game. Australia New Zealand, he was the best player in the field. Mm. He's the third choice hooker for Melbourne. For Melbourne, yeah, it's nuts. That's well, incredible. He's got versatility, though. Too. Yeah, and you got to look at who's been coaching him. Yeah, yeah. Like I those mean, boys like, at Hooker, there's no greater nine in the world than Cameron Smith ever. Mm. But you so also for him to be showing them the, the art, think, like, like yeah. Jerome Hughes was, and Cameron Muster were both playing fullback. Yeah, when they came into and they've come come through the Billy Slater school, and mm. they've both like, gone to the Harps. Yeah, and Munster and Munster arguably probably the best. So, well. He is the best. Best five eighth in the game. He's the best six in the game. So, and then you got Pappenhausen there. Who <laughs> I think number two, number one fullback of the year. That's so. the best spine in the game still. Yeah. yeah. Well, you take Smith out, you put Grant in. Yeah. You don't even put Grant in. You put Smith in. You put Smith yeah. in. Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith in. Yeah. It's still the best spine. Mm. Nine to one, isn't it? So that's that's, crazy that's incredible that's to think of how they've managed like that down there. How how consistently they're like they're, they're in finals every year, and I can't remember the year they weren't in the finals, Only except the, for that year when they got caught cheating, of course, and then they couldn't play for points. But yeah. even that year, even that year they would have finished second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing it's for no nuts. points, they would have finished second. Yeah, they dropped all their points, dropped all their players the next year, and they were still there or thereabouts with a team of nobodies. Mm. Yeah, you lose GI. They still won. Yeah. Like, it's incredible to see how they've gone. So, is there any other Same big that, winners? Can't for NRL? stand Melbourne. No. That's right. Any other big winners for the NRL, do you think? Other than those two sides? Big winners, maybe. Teams that are going to, I think, just going to stay Who's the gonna, same. These teams coming up, you you got the Titans coming in. Who goes out? Going out here, like, just. Who doesn't? Out, who, of, out of the top eight. Out maybe? of the top eight from this year? Sharks. Yeah, I think yeah. Sharkies I think go Sharks out. Sharks limped in, didn't they? Mm. I'd, I'd I think Newcastle go out too. Yep. Newcastle. Um, they haven't really done anything but to But I also think, I don't know if other teams below them are going to rise up through. Maybe the Warriors. Warriors have signed really well. Warriors, well, it, the Warriors for me depends on depends on Roger. Mm. Mm. There's talks that if, if the Warriors are based out of Redcliffe, which is what it looks like being happening at the minute, then he will play rugby union, yeah. and that he will make a crack at trying to make the All Blacks for the World Cup. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's the fear there that, that, the that fear. they'll do that. There's also do, the dream because if they lose Roger, so if the Knights and Sharks come out, who goes in? Titans. Titans are in. I think the Titans go in. The Broncos can the Broncos have a year as bad as they had last year? Well, it's only I think, up for I them. Think, yeah, I think it's only up for them. Here. Depends. I think, I, I think Kevy Walters is probably a good fit for them as head coach, just to sort of ground them a bit. 
it just depends on like who are they going to play in the halves? What are they going to do with Milford? Like he had a shocking year last year. And when you look back at when Milford, when the Broncos made that grand final against the Cowboys, their halves coach was Kevin Walters. Mm. He had Ben Hunt and he had Milford at six. Milford goes back to six. I think him working alongside Brody Crofts. Brody Crofts a great player. And um, who's the other seven that they were playing at the end of last year? Uh, Sam. Whatever's. The young blonde-headed fella. Um, but it, he played, He was playing red hot mm, at the end yeah. of last year. And they've had him touted as the next seven. Yeah. When they signed um, Brody Croft, everyone was like up in all arms because they were like, well, we've got our seven. Yeah. What do we need him for? Like, we've already got one. So... It's going to be quite interesting to see what happens there because I honestly honestly think that they could make a move. With Kevy coaching those halves, I've got the Titans and the Broncos making the eight and I've got the Sharks and Newcastle missing out. out. Yep. What about you, Roscoe? Who's missing out? That are in the eight. That were in the eight this year. Yep. Yeah, I think Sharks are definitely down. I, I don't know how they can improve. I'm not sure John Morris is the answer for them, but I also don't think he's doing a bad job either. It's just the players that they've got available, and you like you look at Matt Mullen played what six games all year. He needs to go. I, th- I think he's a like nearly a null and void contract at the minute. He just needs to be moved on. Kennedy proved he could do the job at one. Will's w- very well capable of doing it. I think he just needs. A bit more confidence from, yeah, from his playing. But, um, so but you also think sharks are out. Titans, I think, go in, but also think seagulls. I haven't. Seagulls have, uh, seagulls have also Se- just seagulls, got foreign. Yeah, and they the rely so heavy on have Tommy's a fitness. Fully yeah. fit team, and they need Tommy to have a full year of footy. I think. Does he have well, a full year to, in him? I hope so. But I just don't know. Like, his hamstrings just keep playing up. Mm. Like we, have, said, we have the chance next year of seeing three Trevojevic brothers on the mm. field at once. Well, and they think Ben Trevojevic is the best out of the three of them. Well, they reckon he's a, a bit of both. Yeah. They reckon he's the speed and the height of Tommy, but he's the toughness and is, the strength. What position does he play? Where they got him? Back row center? Back row and, yeah. Okay. 13 or 3. Yeah. Yep. Which, let's be honest, wouldn't hurt them to have a devastating centre again. Yeah. Well, you think, yeah. Well, who did they have in the centres last year? Wasn't it? They had like. It wasn't much Charles. Switch between Ruben Garrick and. Yeah. All those other reserve grade players, so. Yeah. Their outside backs were a real issue last year. You can't I, have I a think, champion but seven like you also, you've got no pass the ball, dude. There was that game, I think, against Canberra, and they lost four players in the first 12 minutes. Game. That was devastating. I've that never seen anything like insane. that. Insane. Whether or not that was to the ground, but like, it's just consistency for Manly at the minute. It's just not there because they have all these injuries all the time. So, mm. all right, who's in the grand final next year? Who's playing? I, th- well, I think Melbourne's pretty close to going back to back. If they retain the same team, I mean they've lost Tino and 
I honestly Bruno think Balu leave Bruno Balu well is going to the Reds. Yeah. yeah. I think if Smith, uh, I think I don't think they will. I think they'll do well, but I don't think they're going to. Well, they're definitely crack top the four. Final. I think. I think they're top, top four. four. Yeah. For me, it's the one thing Smith and and Bellamy haven't done. They yeah, haven't gone back to back. And that's and that's it's what's frustrating me about the Chooks. I think they haven't been appreciated for what they've done when the champion Melbourne teams haven't managed to do mm. it. I think they are an absolute unbelievable chance of doing that. Mm. I think that's what Smith sees too. Yeah. I think they'll re- be in there. I reckon they'll I be there. I think they'll be in there. Yeah. It's just they're the most consistent footy club at the minute in terms of finals and preparation and like you, what, you see that last round, they, the last round of the regular season, they had eleven players out, yeah. and they just rolled through the finals like there was nothing. Yeah. So. I think it hurts me to say I don't think they'll play Penrith. I don't think Penrith will be there. I think I they'll. Still, be, I still I think, think I think they'll be top four. So Roscoe, you reckon it'll be Penrith versus Storm again next year? I th- I think Penrith have the ability to do it. I have no doubt about that mm. because that that grand final would have hurt them so much this year yep. that they'll be that hungry for it next year. And they're so what about what about the Raiders? So young. That's who I've got. The Raiders. I've got don't. Melbourne Raiders. Josh Hodgson. If, if, if he's they played, fit, he was he was their best player mm. and he was out for second well, half. I mean, Jack White got the Clive well, Churchill. Jack White, but you also think George Williams came in. Yeah, and he was a huge get for them. Yeah, that's what I mean with him and Hodgson. And Whiten. Providing that they can play... Because, like, when they won last year, sometimes a, they won ugly. They didn't. If there's a spine that can challenge Melbourne, it's that. Mm. That's who I got. Who you got, Dave? Uh, I'm going to put... I'm going to put um, Raiders, Panthers. That's a, that's two, a cracking two, game. The two teams that have missed out. Raiders, you know, obviously missing out against Roosters. With that whole controversy over the, the six again. So I think they're going to be fired up as ever. Are you still crying think, about that? Oh, mate, come on. You know what they're like. Yeah, fair. They'll keep it going and, until they win um, the grand final. Yeah, and look, I think, I think Panthers will be Another there after this years. year. Well, so that'd, be, that'd be, be interesting Raiders. in terms of history, me. though, too, because that was the 91 grand final, wasn't it? Or 92. Yeah, 2021 grand final. So yeah. that, that's that's it. Like, those between those three teams, I think they're probably out and out clear of everyone else. Mm. And maybe the Roosters up. The Roosters are the other one. It's yeah. just a matter of how they recover. And whether or not... Yeah. Boyd, Boyd's the piece. He is, Boyd. Yeah. We you need also to think you got, you'd have Sam Verrills and Victor Radley back next year too. Huge losses. I think people forget how good Sam Verrills is, yeah. is oh, as a player. Amazing. He, he was a starting um, hooker too. I think he's the next New South Wales hooker. After Cook, in all fairness, he's my next one up. Mm. But because Cook's Cookie's got a few years left in him, mm. and then you got McGuinness, who I think will be too old by that time. And Verrills is a freak. Well, it just and it also depends on because McGuinness has been shoved back to thirteen, and whether or because not he's the greatest team man in the yeah. NRL, so yeah. he's been punished for it. Yeah, so, which you see and all the time. And it's yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, depends what Griffin wants to do with him. Like, he's the captain of the Dragons, so. Whether, whether, like, surely he'll push Hunt back to halfback. If only that Hunt contract wasn't as big and they could oh, move him on. Man. No one will move him. He, they won't he, move him on. No like one will take him. No one wants him. No one wants him. 
well, Dragons would have to eat so much of that contract to get rid of him. Well, you, you think for a fourteen, we've, we've got yeah. Hunt and we've got Norman on huge money. We've Norman just signed, there have they got rid of him? We've just signed Jack Bird, who was on eight hundred fifty thousand at <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> That is and absolutely he's a, he's, He was going into his final year at Brisbane and now we're paying... We're, we're forcing the Brisbane Broncos to pay 600000 of that. And they're willing to pay that. Yeah. They're willing to pay 600000 for him, off the, off him the to play against them. Yeah. The thing <laughs> is, though, too, Jack Bird and Anthony Griffin have a great working relationship. Yeah. So whether if Jack Bird can stay fit... I mean, how much are they paying for him, you said? Broncos are paying six hundred k. Six hundred k for him to move on. So you're paying about two forty, two fifty for him for the year. I that's, mean, that's, that's good money. That's I mean, that's best. pretty cheap just to see how he goes. Yeah, I think. When, when do you get your back roll back? Debellin. Debellin. Depends on what happens with the. Uh, is, there, is that getting any closer? Still, it was supposed to, end of November, or the middle of December. It was supposed to hear. From the magistrate about what's going to happen with him, so. But there was talks of him moving on to the Warriors too. The Warriors were circling him. The Warriors want him bad. Brandy is hunting that. Yeah. Um. So. And after years of lost Frizzell. Yeah, and that, you just need him in that back row because yeah. he's a, just all of a sudden you're going from, the Dragons' best strength was the back row. Yeah. And now it's almost the biggest weakness. Well, and you think of apart the, from your halves and your well, our back row now outside like, back. Born and your front rows. Sims are moving on. Sims is gone. He's gone to Super League. Three year deal. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Ashton though? Was that no? Terry? It was Terry. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry, mate. I really apologise. I heard that yesterday. <laughs> place here we come. <laughs> the but dragons for the saying, spoon. In saying that, I don't think dragons are going to improve too much this year. I am quietly hopeful under Anthony Griffin though having his there. He'll be good for them. Like he that club needs like an iron fist going through it. Because the front office is a fucking joke. There was big talk at the end of last year that they needed to move away from a from an ex dragons coach. Yeah. Because they needed to change the culture. Yeah. Absolutely. Away from traditional dragons football into NRL football. Mm. Mm. Big difference. Well, Huge and difference. Hook's a very structured uh, coach, and yeah, and, and he's had success. Like he's well, had you think he was he was running third or fourth when he had the Panthers. Yeah, great Penrith team. Had a great Penrith team. Yeah. How he got hooked? That was so weird. And like, then he was rebuilding the Broncos, and, and he, he got finally got him going red hot. You signed this got, Muppet from South Sydney guy up there. No, no, no. It was Wayne Bennett. Yeah, they moved him on for. Well, yeah, Bennett up there. Yeah, and all of a sudden, the Bennett got him going good, and then they signed this yeah. puppet, and he goes like, absolutely destroys the joint. Yeah. South Sydney again. Jeez, shit. Like, how did he lose the club so quickly though? Like, he's supposed to be a proud Queenslander, and he lost the dressing he room. Played for the Broncos. He lost the dressing mm. room in three weeks, and he lost every ex Broncos player mm. was against him. That just makes you wonder how they signed him on such a big deal so early on. Like he he had six six games, which is also he's also been axed. He had six games at the Rabbitohs where he was head coach. Six. Yeah, and they won, but they won on the back of a GI 
Sam Burgess coaching performance. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He, they were coaching that team. So, yeah, so, look, it's hard to know. Like, you know Sam Burgess is the heart and soul of that rabbit. Were they team? also coaching that team when GI took the uh, the field goal to <laughs> get one point closer to that? What, how, how many points? <laughs> were two, points down, two points down. He the kicks dragons. the field right. goal, starts <laughs> celebrating, realise he just lost them the game. That's absolutely. South Sydney in a nutshell. That, that's uh, absolute legendary status there. He was looking at the fans, what, counting the their teeth and going, I only need one to make two. Yeah, confuse him into losing. Oh, wow. Well, we're at the hour mark. Are we going to keep going with more sport? I think we'll call it there. We'll call it there yeah, for the day? We'll call it there for Come back. We are missing first. the fourth piece. We need, we need the fourth piece of the puzzle. Fourth piece, yeah. Muzzy. That's right. The big unit. The black telly tubby himself. Perfect. <laughs> He'll be in. All the teams he supports, apart from him, he's our EPL. He's our soccer Good man. man. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we get him into a bit of Premier League. I think he's a bit interested in the world game at the minute too, so that'll be interesting. The European Nations, yeah. The mm. European Nations. So that'll be fascinating to hear the his thoughts on that. that. No one understands or wants to know about. He is <laughs> he very passionate he's about it. He loves it. He might have had a hand in developing that, maybe. I think he did. How long before Australia... Pushes for that. Europe, oh, we'll Europe be. We, we want to be in there soon. I mean, we're in Eurovision. Let's let's yeah. for European We're very Europe European yeah, as absolutely. a nation and as it is very multicultural. Yeah. European yeah. colonizers. Exactly. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> uh, very good. And we've also got cricket to talk about with the upcoming separate podcast with the upcoming summer. Very excited. India. Yeah, that'll be that'll be nuts. Oh, I'm pumped for that. It's going to be sensational. It'll just be good to see international cricket again. It's good to see Virat Kohli not play. Is he not playing? No, he's playing one test and the one day is... Then he's heading back to India for the birth of his firstborn child. Oh, and all the money that'll come with it. (laughs) He's going to still cash in. His his child will be signed up by every fucking company in India by then, mate. See, he's playing the Brisbane test and then that's it. Which traditionally... He takes over the captaincy then, Rahane. Yeah. So it's really going to be interesting to hear Tim Payne's comments about him being a substitute captain <laughs> after the last Test Series. Dave is sitting here with a little blank look on his face. Look, uh, it's been a great podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, for listening to uh, Pick 199. See ya.